For those of you who are looking for a much more journalistic approach for your books, whether that's interviews, statistics, you know, really trying to get into what happened or what is happening, this is going to be the podcast for you. Fritznal D. Octave is amazing. I love how he approached his book. Now, he's been a journalist for a very long time, and then he decided he was going to take those skills and write a book about Haiti and what contributes to his infrastructure today. He has a very cool process. I love that he, you know, had this story and said, I'm going to go find somebody to help me build this story and put it out there. So, y'all, I hope you find this inspiring. I find it um, so inspiring and also so different because when I talk to fiction writers, you know, it can be very quote, quote, creative. And then you might talk to a memoirist where you're going back in reflection. And this is like, matter of fact, let's dive into this. Let's tackle this issue, this problem, this stance. So y'all, I think you're going to find this just as enjoyable as I did. Let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Write a Book podcast, the show that helps you plan, write, and publish your book, even if you're a beginner or just feel like one. Now, for your host, she's written over a dozen books and helps others bring their books to life. Here she is, Maciel. Hey there, writers. Let's take a beat to talk about a special announcement. So November is your month of transformation. Get a one-hour coaching session with me by choosing one of these three options, or all three. Option one, join our Patreon for $1, which will support the show. Option two, book a $1 coaching session on coach.me. Option three, leave an Apple podcast review. Send a screenshot to my email and get a coaching spot. You can do all three and get three hours of coaching with me. Find all the links in the show notes. Act fast. This offer is only valid for November to celebrate National Novel Writing Month. Thanks. All right. And welcome back to the How to Write a Book podcast. Thank you for being here. Fritznal Octave. Did I say that correctly? Please correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, great. Thank you, Fritznal. You are the author of Haiti Between Pestilence and Hope. And I, you know, checked out your work. I think it's an important book. And not just that, but um, you have a lot of high ratings, too. So we're like, oh, amazing. Like, you are a, a perfect person to not just speak on this topic, but also to speak on how do you write a good book? Um, and a little bit about you. You're a veteran journalist from Haiti, um, and now you live in the U.S., but you still cover important topics that happen in Haiti as well. Um, so thank you so much, and, and thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me, Nassia. Definitely. Now, I know I did a little bit of an introduction for you, but uh, we would love to hear in your own words. Please introduce yourself. Oh, as you uh, mentioned, I'm... Uh a veteran journalist from, uh, I was born and raised in Haiti. Um, I uh, came from a very humble background. Well, my, uh, my my parents, the, uh, they uh, basically from the remote uh, village in Haiti, uh, in northwestern part of Haiti. That's where I was born and raised. And um, by age 14, 15, I moved to Port-au-Prince. For school, uh, Port-au-Prince is the capital city of Haiti. 
Um, that's the way I finished middle school, high school, and then eventually get into university, to college, and and I became a, a, a journalist, and that's where basically um, my career kind of kick off um, in, into that this kind of world, um, and they're very inspired by you know. The, the people's stories, the real story. Um, we take it to the environment, social issues, women issues, you know, uh, children. Um, the real problem that uh, ordinary people face um, on day to day. That's basically what were was really the motivation for me to get into journalism because. At the time, um, in the mid nineties, um, most journalists and most reporters in, in Haiti, they were more focused on, into politic, political, um, subjects and reporting on the, I, 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 I would say for all reporting, reporting from top to bottom. So it's just like what the, you know, the elites, what the political elites, the economic elites doing, but, and then neglecting the real story with the, the daily struggle people facing in the country. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's so important because that's where, you know, people need to be seen, you know, not just what is the most newsworthy, but what are people going through? Because people now need help now. Now, were you always observant to the struggles going on in Haiti, or was there perhaps an event or two that really opened your eyes? Um, I, uh, I've always been uh, in troubling by the lack of um, equity mm-hmm. um, in everything, every aspect in Haiti. So. Um, where maybe because I lived it, um, in terms of, you know, lack of government presence in the village where I was born, there's no school, no infrastructure, you know, basic infrastructure, no running water, no, you know, every people just, just get that burden, like nobody think about it. So, and then nobody, nobody even care about the story. Mm-hmm. You, you will struggle the facing every day. So I feel like, okay, this is some, these people need a voice. They need someone, maybe from within, that understand the struggle and then to, you know, to tell the story. And then that's how I feel like, okay, my role to you know, get into that void and 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 I'm um, you know, to bring to bring people's story to the ears of whoever need to hear it and then to see um, maybe maybe. Maybe um, they, they, we can see some changes. Yeah, you know that, and that's I think one of the great ways to go is that you see something and then you say you say like, "Hey, we need to look at this instead of just ignoring it." So you you were a journalist and you were in the industry for a long time, um, and then you decide you're going to write a book. You know, what was that moment that spurred that, you know, from going from like 
columns and the weekly newspapers. And you said, I'm going to make this into a book that people can purchase and read. What was that moment for you? Um, it's, it's always, I always nourish that idea, um, to put, um, the Haitian stories for all of it mm-hmm. on some form where there's no censorship because, mm-hmm. you know, from, from, you know, early on in my career, I started with, you know, a, a small community radio broadcasting and then, and then I excel well. So then so many other, you know, media outlet, bigger, you know, news organization, you know, saw the potential on me and they, you know, calling me to work for them. And, and I always like, okay, but I'm not going to duplicate what he's doing and why, what the journal, journalism look like here in the country. So I want to have some kind of freedom to, to do what I feel like is necessary, the void that I have, like the, the story, the untold stories that around the country where the real people struggle. So I want to be able to have the mean necessary mean to travel around the country and then, and then do real reporting instead of seeing in PowerPoints like the lazy reporters, you know, doing the bidding of government authorities and the bidding of economic elites and all and so on and so on political. So I want to be a different kind of reporter. Mm-hmm. So even though there was some, you know, would say yes and, you know, I, I, you know, I come across the job with a, you know, a national, the only national um, news agency, like, you know, bigger one. That, okay, I worked for them for a while. They say, okay, they agree with me. And then when, when it comes time to come up with the means for me to travel, so that they always initiate, oh, no, we, we don't have that in our budget right now. And, then just, and then you always feel like, they, okay, there is not a, in, enough will to empower a reporter to go out there and take that story because to them, this story won't sell. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. And so I've, I always feel like, okay, I, 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 I need to have some kind of independence to write a book. And then so I can just throw it out there. Yeah. With no censorship, no, um, um, handicap. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it take a while before that comes to fruition, but eventually, with um, the opportunity I have here after I moved to the U.S., so I I, I'm, I was able to to pull that off. Wow. Yeah. So, so your book really came out of a need because if if you had stayed like in Haiti and, and trying to go through those sources, you wouldn't have had the chance to really show these kind of stories. No, but then first, first of all, there would be um, um, uh, the persecution. Then you know, it's kind of you want that. It would probably be very difficult to find a a, a print mm-hmm. um, organization like um, you know a printer to just agree to to print it based on the, some of the stories in there. What the 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 liberty I I took. To say, to say something, certain way, to tell it what it is. And, you know, that poverty, I mean, every, every angle, every aspect of the society, 
the culture, what wrong with it, with the culture, what goods in it, what, you know, what is, what doesn't serve the, the country well in their, in our culture as a people. And then suddenly, I mean, everybody, everyone will feel like somehow they are tired. Mm-hmm. So in, and that, in that perspective, it could be very difficult for me to even have that book printed out and published in, yeah. in, in Haiti, um, inside of Haiti. But then from being outside of it, being in the U.S. where it's a level of protection, even though it's not perfect, but there's same level of protection here mm-hmm. that, in your, that give me, give me that ability to be able to have that book come out and it will. Because I have I have so many you know feature articles that get censored mm-hmm. censored in Haiti before. Wow. You know, even though that would probably make a real impact on people's life positively, but then they, no one wants to publish them. Even the people I work for, you know, they pay me to do the work, and then after you produce it, they put it in, you know, throw it somewhere, and it's never published. Oh wow! Yeah, and that's that's really hard to deal with. Yeah. So, you know, tell me, uh, tell us here, uh, what are some of the stories and what the struggle and the hope in Haiti? You know, I, I would love to give readers insight into your book and why they need to buy your book, you know, before we get even to the writing part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but basically, the book, um, many, many people, um, who come across the book and read it and give me some of the feedback individually, um, well, you think of the book as a history book. Mm-hmm. But to me, it may be it's a history book, but to me it's not an history book. Mm-hmm. Because what, what I, what I, what I did as a, as a, I did it in a, in a, in, um, in the skin of a reporter. Mm-hmm. Of course, I use the Haiti history. I use, the, you know, Haiti's uh, sociopolitical history, economic history, cultural history. So all that's a history from from the beginning, from the beginning of the country, how the country come about, all the way up to today we live in, um, just to, 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 to tell a story about a country that's supposed to be different than what we have today. And then how that happened that the country is the way it is. You know, most of the time, for most of the literature I read about Haiti history, history or Haiti struggles and all that, so it's, it's the two extremes. Either everything is, every, everything, so all the blame is cast on you know, corruptions in Haiti, you know, um, you know, bad leadership, there's an incompetence and, the, or, you know, na- you know, national perspective of, of the problem. Mm-hmm. Or, and then this, these people, they see it that way, they don't want, they don't want to touch the international influence part of it. So it's basically, okay, it's your fault, it's this way, the problem. And then, there is the other extreme is, well, we, we're not responsible, like in terms of, you know, like internal perspective, in terms of nationally, locally, yeah. we're not responsible. It's, it's their fault. It's, it's the foreign influence. It's the, the foreign empires. It's, 
it's the United States, it's Canada, it's it's France, it's Great uh, Britain, it's you know, it's everyone else outside of Haiti instead of you know, uh, um, other than Haitians themselves. So, um, in that uh, perspective. I had to bring this story in a way, you know, frame it in a way that people understand that it's not one or the other. It's all of it mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And then the certain thing that nobody ever talked about. Mm-hmm. So I, I I was able to, because I uncovered so many, uncovered so many stories over the years that relate to certain aspects of the Haiti struggle that, Nobody want to either, so nobody want to talk about it or some people are afraid of talking about it or they just don't want to talk about it because it's probably hurt them in certain aspects anyway. So they, it's not their business to go and to put their nose into this. So mm-hmm. I, I was able to bring the story to life and just see, put it in there, not only for Haitians themselves, they understand that, okay, if we want to be serious with ourselves as a people, to to be able to solve our problem as a people, we need to understand to understand that aspect. But also for other people, other foreigners who who are interested in seeing a different Haiti than what we we hear we 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 have today or what we most people are accustomed to, um, they can you know, have a different perspective of how that. Different Haiti can come about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love your structure. You know, you're not just saying, just like you said, it's not just one side, it's not just the other side. It's everything. This whole, like, it's a holistic piece mm-hmm. to Haiti. That's that's amazing. Now, I would love to chat on your writing process. Mm-hmm. My first question is, did you go in with that structure already in mind, like that's what you were going to do, or did it kind of develop over time? Um, it, it's both. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, 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 have, I have in mind where, where, where I, want to, I wanted to start and then how I wanted to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, in between, so as I'm going, as I'm writing, writing, so in between, I have, I, I, I figure out some piece that probably goes here instead of here, or, or, or maybe I don't need this, or I need to bring this into the story. Mm-hmm. So as I go along, but the, 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 the conceptually, the general structure is, uh, was already in my mind from get go. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Great. So, so you get down the structure, you get down some content. Now, what's your your editing process like, and your publishing process? What was that like too? The headache. <laughs> <laughs> headache. That's a good word. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a headache because it's first of all that uh, you you it's time consuming right so i mean if you if anyone who serious with yourself you want a good book to be at that not just some you know some you know papers put together and some writing on it but something that people will value if they buy it for a dollar so they see the value 
in return for the dollar they spent yeah. in that book. And, and it's that hard that, so hard that writing, you know, contributes to any part of the discussion they want to have and uh, what the what, what what they can learn from what you put on the paper. Mm-hmm. That uh, that uh, it, it took quite time to be able to do, to do that. So, and then in today's world, I mean, we have so many things to take care of. You know, I'm a father of two. Uh, my daughter just started college this year. Uh, my my son is 15; is in 10th grade. Um, and um, usually, I mean, you know, you know, for being in the business, you know that this this you know, book business is not you just writing a book. You don't make money. It's it's not like it, it, you have to have really a will to put a story together and you know just put it out there. But they're not just not thinking about any kind of form of financial reward for it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing. And then it's another thing is, um, you were talking about that financial part of it is, is like, okay, once you have that idea, you start writing, you start inquiry, um, on the process, to figure out how you're going to publish and who's going to be able to help you and so on, you get bombarded with, you know, people all over, all over, from all over the place, and then all, you know, all over you, and try to get a piece of you for that. And, and then so, and it's just not cheap. Right. So to do, because you're not a well-known, um, Author, where see some a traditional um, um, public publication organization will just grab and okay, they I give you that contract and just write write your story the way you tell me, and then we're going to take care of that. So it's not. It's you have every every. Well, you need a piece of paper. You need to buy it. Anything you need, you need a pencil. You need to buy it. You know, laptop, computer, or or iPad, whatever you need. To do to do that to come to uh, to achieve that project, so it's on you. So mm-hmm. it, it, that part of it also is was big in the process. Yeah, yeah, and you you said something really interesting, which is like if you don't even expect like a return on your investment, you have to like kind of believe, like you have to believe in the project. So mm-hmm. can you like share? Um, processes or more like thoughts thoughts were like you doubted it you were like i'm not sure if i should do this you know and how did you overcome that well i mean first of all i mean when especially when you're in you're in the family if you were by yourself you have no kids no wife no husband no one else it's just you you make your decision and you decide i have ten thousand dollars i'm just going to throw it then that to publish that book, but it wouldn't be an issue because you 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 are only accountable to yourself. Right. But once you have a family, so you if you're serious with yourself, you you have to have a conversations in between, and everyone need to have their say, and then so on. And first of all, I, I delegated so many times. I took so many time away from my kids. 
during the time I was doing this and um, the travel here to get to get to uh, some archive, to get some information, to send things and people I need to talk to, I need to see them in person. They they don't necessarily want to talk to me over the phone about this or or you send an email to respond to you know those to these two couple of questions that probably they may feel too political. They don't know who's going to see them and that email or so on. They want okay, I'm, if I need to talk about this, I need to see you in person. So and it's all it's 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 spent. There's a cost to it. So if we basically the cost and the, the the time is there's a cost component of the time you spend. So all that. So it's, it's, it's really, you know, about like getting the buy-in from everybody in your environment. Mm-hmm. So to be able to accomplish it. So it, it, it was, yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking of, so then you have a lot of things to consider. What was the hardest part about all this entire process then? Um, I, I love writing, so that's that's not that that was not easy. Yeah, <laughs> but in, in the other, it's really helped to come up, you know, the financial part of it. That's you know what I require the cost component. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how to find a a a, a good publisher? Publisher, I mean, small company. That wanted to work along with you, running, running, and then understand the situations and negotiate with with you within your budget, so and then things can 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 go. Because I use other, I use a a, a company called Gatekeeper out of Ohio. So among all of these different people from different horizons were calling me and so on. So finally, I. Agree on on the on the on, on the proposal with the gatekeeper in Ohio, and so they they did a pretty good job um, helping me with the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but but again, it's not it's self it's still self published. Mm-hmm. So I mean, everything they help you with, you have to pay for it because yeah, then. This is their business, you know. They're not going to. They're not charity organization. Right. So, so that's basically that was the hardest part. The, the financial part of it, the cost component. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really important. You're right. I mean, it it plays a big part, especially if it's your first book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're you're creating it not for financial gain, but more like to yeah. share a message. Yeah. yeah, especially here. That I mean, nobody knows me. I mean, it's in Haiti. I have, you know, people know me in the environment. So they, there is my name means some things in Haiti. Yeah. But if if it was not for probably political reason, someone was trying to boycott. But any anything else, then it wouldn't be a problem. But here, yeah. so nobody knows. I have to kind of create that pathway for myself. Right. Put myself out there. That's which is which was uh, you know part of the difficulties. Right. Yeah. No, that makes it so much harder because you already had a platform. Yeah. It just wasn't available like here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And now that you've gone through that process, 
what do you feel has been the best result? You know, you've come through it. What has been the best thing about this process? Oh, it's it's a learning lesson. So if I, you know, not if, but I mean, maybe um, I'm talking about if I'm alive. So my next book will be, the process will be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you know, I learned along the, the way. So now as if, as a, as if, you know, someone that's not part of the big house of publishing. So what, what the, what the options are there for me to make, to make my life easier during the process. That, yeah. that, that's a very rewarding for me. It is, it's, 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 that's, that's worth millions of dollars. Now I understand that the, 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 the industry a little bit better. Nice. Well, if you have any more questions, also just let me know. I'm super happy to help you out. I can, okay. I'll help you. Yeah. Just let me okay. know. Email me. Call me. <laughs> hey, great. Great. I'm good. That's the here. You see, this is already the rewarding for me. That's, that's what I what I get from it from the process. That's yeah, so many things can happen. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Let's yes. see. I had another question. Um, okay, so you have you know written down and the writing was easy for you and that that's awesome. And you edit and you go through the publication process. Mm-hmm. So what's next for your journey and for this book? Um, so what I, the first, the, my first goal was to make sure that this book is available everywhere. Mm. I was able to make that happen. So now my next step is to try to scale from it. Okay. The scale up. Um, now, That's the, that's the, that's the, um, idea now. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, the best way to, um, you know, the book is available so everyone can grab a copy of it wherever you want in the world. It doesn't matter if you're interested in that kind of subject matter. You know, you're, you're interested in knowing a little bit about Haiti, you know, the real issues, the, you know, not what we are accustomed to in the mainstream international media, the, 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 the um, kind of um, uh, cliche they set up about Haiti. So anytime a, some, you know, those mainstream international media reporters talking about Haiti, they come, they, they have the, um, the, that headlines always come up like, you know, the poorest country in the world, and Mr. in the hemisphere, the, you know, this, this, violence, and, you know, and instability, and all this. So, which is, you know, to a certain degree is true, but it's not the mm-hmm. whole truth. It's not even half the story. Okay? So, my book, you know, take it to a level where if people take their time to read, they really understand the country in a better way that they have not. Yeah. 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 And 
No, that's and that's lovely too because um, I feel like a lot of the audience they're either writing memoirs, um, they're wanting to talk about subject matters that are important to them, and everything that you're bringing up is not just inspirational, but it's it's practical. You know, like how you're approaching things, what to expect for your investment, um, where to go next. You know, and it's it's really spot on. Um, so actually I had also um, another question, <laughs> a little bit. Let's, okay. let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> One more question. Oh, so I, I, I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah, no problem. Awesome. Uh, thank you. I'll keep you here all night. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, so I noticed that your book has like 4.9 out of five stars. Now that's amazing because um, I think that a lot of people, they might like kind of skimp on editing or um, the blurb. Even your blurb is so catchy. So, you know, what kind of tips can you give to our audience about, you know, how to get high ratings or how to get such a great blurb? You know, uh, what do you recommend? Um, for the blurb, it's, 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 I mean, first of all, you have to have a good story. I mean, you can't. If you if there is no story, no no real story, no good story, so it doesn't matter how what you put in your your blog. Because when people finish reading the blog and then they go they they dive into to trying to get the book and then when they when they get the book it doesn't match with what you said on the blog. So it doesn't matter. People will come back and then bash you. Right. So. It's, it's, you have to take your time to write a good book, to write, to put, to put substance, good content in that, in that writing. And then your blurb will make sense because everybody can, can, can do advertising. Mm -hmm. Put the publicity out there. But then, then when, when you get, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you get to, to the sale part, so people pay, they receive, and then when what they receive is got to worth right. for the publicity. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, see, you know, it's, it's going to be negative, negative on you because they're not going to take it lightly. So, mm-hmm. so it's, first of all, it's, it's a good story and then well written and well put together. And then, so you you now you take your time to to write your your blurb your you know whatever way you want to um advertise for that book so but it it, it really should match yeah yeah the context yeah yeah and, and you and that and that really answers both questions because you're like okay well if you have a good story you have a good it's gonna make the good blurb and then mm-hmm. when they read story from your blurb it's a great story so they're going to give you those high stars you know mm-hmm. so that that's something yeah. to celebrate people need to focus yeah. on writing I, good. I some, kids, uh, some of these people uh, on especially on amazon who uh, you know put some some of some of the comments they have in there so you know I'm, yeah i i i find it genuine you know, what they're saying is exactly what what the book, the, my purpose for the book, that what I put together. That's what I wanted people to say about yeah. it. Yeah, that's you know, yeah. And um, I mean, so the many different places, you know, people 
people, uh, comment on Goodreads and, you know, Amazons and other places, so many different places online that I see positive feedback on, 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 on the book. So, it, which is uh, kind of weird, rewarding for me as I said, make me you know, get some kind of satisfaction. Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. thank you so much, Fritznell. This has been, um, very inspiring. Um, you know, because actually in, in the show, we have had like a, a diversity of writers, but they've either been fiction writers, which can have its own genres. Um, and then as far as the nonfiction writers that I've had on the show, they're, um, memoirists, um, or maybe they're writing about business, networking, and they're kind of writing more like a, on, on a concept, right? You know, so, you know, how to be an author, for example, right? But you're writing something very specific, factual. Mm-hmm. With yeah. research, you know, with so much work needs to go into it. Um, yeah. And I know that that's going to be inspiring for some people here in this audience, too, because you know, sometimes they don't even know where to begin. But you not just began, you finished it, you published it, and now you're seeing those results. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like to add before we wrap out here? Um. So one thing I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about is that I know, so from that experience, first experience I have uh, with um, the process of self-publishing, it's, um, it, 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 it is really difficult for someone that come in and do it uh, the first time. I, I, that's why I understand why, yeah, so many people probably would, get discouraged from right at the bat. So, so it's even, even, um, when you, you can write, you have a good story, you can write, but the process to get the, the published, if you want it to be a good, because you know, some, anybody can do, okay, let me just, you know, get this, Tap in on Microsoft Word and then print and then find a way then put it together and but the the chance is that it may not be good enough because you don't have you probably you need some other eyes to look at it mm-hmm. for you know in the editing process so you need to have another eye you need to have some somebody else. Even if you feel like you're really a good writer, you can write, you, you know, it's it be English or Spanish or any French or any language you, you're writing, you really master that language you can, but then don't, don't think that way. You need to find someone that can help you in the edit, with the editing process. Even just the basic, like, proofreading, mm-hmm. you need, you need that. So, and then, so when, when, when you get to the other part of it, the, you know, the, the, the printing part of it. So you need to understand that you can't just print books. So you, you're going to have a, a say with a printer that where but the book is only print on demand. Mm-hmm. 
So you can't just print book and then put it in a suitcase and then go around there. So so many people did um, do that, and it's 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 really a wrong wrong thing to do. Just just have it there. Just have it print printing ready. Mm-hmm. So it's there, and then once people and then you you just you find a way to you know make the book make the book available on all these different you know uh, retailers if you if you're lucky you can have a lo- local 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 bookstore but if not the today with you know, the, the the e-commerce internet world that's easy so everyone can can publish there out there and on those you can use amazon you use um um the the other major retailers like uh, Barnes and Noble online as well. You can you use um, um, an NG Bound mm-hmm. as well. So all these different um, you know retailers online. So you use them. You put you put the, you you make sure you you have the publication in there, but not the actual book. Mm-hmm. So it's a future, a future. So once people order it and then. So that printer is ready to print that book and make it maybe deliver, have it delivered to them. Yeah. So that's a, you need to find that that structure, organizational structure where it's happened that way instead of you probably spend a ton of money to print a lot of books and then you they may not even be able to sell. So to you know, yeah you, that that reduce the cost for that reduce the workload that reduce a lot of pen pen for you yeah yeah print on demand um i i think that's the way to go yes exactly exactly just just to reiterate um because it cut out a little bit so you you were saying going back to editing make sure that somebody else has eyes on your work because even if you're a great writer and a great proofreader have someone yeah don't trust you yourself so much <laughs> and if you don't <laughs> That you don't, you don't you don't believe in any help because yeah. it's, you see Gary so good. No, that's a that's a very big mistake for any author. Even you can be a seasoned author, you still need that. You know, no wonder if you're starting your first book, you that's your first experience. So you need you need you need that you need that more than anyone else. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Even even the top best-selling authors right now, they still have editors and readers. Yeah. So some of them, they, they don't even write the book. Once they yeah. make that M for themselves, they don't really write the book. It's someone else writing it. So. They're like, here you go. I got the idea. Take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Fritz Null. Now, um, just to wrap out, where can everyone find you and find your book? Um, it's my book is virtually available everywhere in the world. So online, you go to. I have a first of all, I would appreciate if someone ordered to my website directly. That's better for me. That's you helping me, you supporting me, better. So I my next my next book, my next project can come out sooner than expected. So uh, it's my full name, Fritz Snell. And then there's my middle initial D, 
and then my last name active.com fritzneldactive.com you go to that website not only just the book but then i have ton of materials i have a blog i put i post you know regularly i post articles in there so not just about haiti sometimes about business because i'm a certified coach you know business uh, development leadership coach um a personal growth coach i do um i i take um, some role in speaking engagement at times, so or a lot of different things in there that can help people in general as incentive. So you don't not just go to my website for the book, but the book you you can you get the book there. You get a lot of things perks that go along with the book. Um, also, my name. Someone want you you want to go to Amazon wherever you are in the world. So Amazon UK, Amazon dot com, Amazon. Australia, Amazon France, Amazon, everywhere. And then Barnes and Nobles everywhere. Um, in the bound stores everywhere, even uh, Walmart. You, you can order to Walmart. You order to any, anyone, any, any booksellers. You find the book there. Awesome. That's great. And I'm encouraging everyone to go find your book, Haiti Between Pestilence and Hope by Fritznal Octave. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Fritznal. It has been a pleasure to have you here. I'm definitely like the first of your kind writer that we've had here. Um, and we hope that we see you again as soon as you finish your next book. Definitely come on back. That would be super great. Yeah, definitely. The next one will be on business. Oh, okay. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that one as well. That one sounds good. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, thank you for having me as well, Marcel. That was a pleasure. Um, thank you again. Um, you yeah, have a good night. Thank you. You too. It was a pleasure. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the How to Write a Book podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you want to keep up with me and my work, check out the website, blackheartedstudios.com. That's www.blackheartedstudios.com. And follow me on Instagram, at MasielWrites. That's at M-A-S-S-I-E-L Writes. As a book coach and publisher, I'm passionate about helping aspiring authors bring their stories to life. So if you've been dreaming of writing a book and don't know where to start, head to my website and let's chat. You get a free 30 minutes on me. Thanks again for listening and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks.